0: to all of you ladies out there today. Welcome to crowned in his glory. I'm so glad that you've joined in this conversation with me today. Hope you're enjoying the wonderful weather. Um, I know that spring has officially sprung hope there's some warmer days. I know that we've had some kind of rainy days and maybe stormy days, but I hope that you are enjoying um, a good day whenever you're listening to this and joining in with me in this conversation. You know, um, we're going to just jump right into a conversation today. And we've been talking about um, just our our orchard, our garden of um, good, healthy trees. And they're fruit trees. They are the fruit of the spirit trees. And each and every one of us have a an orchard, um, you may say um, a garden that has been placed on the inside of us when Jesus Christ becomes our, our Lord and our Savior, when we ask him into our hearts and we say, Jesus, I see that you died on the cross for me and I believe that you paid a price for me and I am asking you to come into my life. Come and be my Lord and my Savior. And you know, it's not just a ticket to heaven, that he gives us, but he actually gives us what I like to say is an orchard. He gives us the ability to grow a great orchard in our life. And he gives us all of the seeds and the material, the fertilizer that is necessary for that orchard to come up. But it's our job to tend to those seeds in that garden, which means we have work we have to do. If you've ever done any kind of gardening, um, I personally, um, I like plants um, and I get that, that actual love from my mother and my grandmother, um, actually probably on both sides, Um I was raised in, in the country where there was huge, and let me say huge gardens, and guess who got to tend to them? Well, all of us, and um, I learned about um, seeds, and I learned about watering, and I learned about overwatering, and I learned about um, which were actually good plants, what was the actual plant that was coming up from the seed and what was actually a weed that needed to be pulled out. And, you know, with the help of the Holy Spirit in our lives, oh, He's so gracious. He's so kind. He comes in and He helps us. He gives us wisdom and He teaches us and He leads us. You know, Scripture says that He leads us and guides us into all truth. And my goodness, does he. And so when we have our orchard that we are looking at and we are tending to and, you know, sometimes, you know, we get busy and sometimes we don't um, maybe as quickly pull out something that comes up, a weed that comes up maybe we don't pull it out as quickly as we should. And so it's a bigger plant. So sometimes it has to um, be dug out, it can't just be pulled out. And you know, I just want to encourage you today, allow the Holy Spirit to do digging, you know, because um, our life, I mean, the Spellman's life, not that we are perfect by any main, it means, because uh, we're not, we just keep pressing. And when you fall down, you get up and you brush yourself off and you seek the word and you repent and you move forward. Well, you know, we have this saying in our home, and it's something that we have had uh, in our home, I think, for um, just a couple years after Mark and I got married. We kind of adapted this and adopted it into our life and our, our lifestyle. And we normally had it on all of our refrigerators. Um, now that we kind of um, are in a different state um, of time, it's kind of been not something that's just been on the refrigerator, but it's been in the, in the fabrics of our heart, right? And so that, that statement is this, what do we learn today? And what that we learn today can change us for tomorrow? And you know, that right there is pivotal. Pivotal. In our life. Because if we just have a humble heart to say, okay, Lord, what did I learn today? Holy Spirit, how can I change for tomorrow with what I learned today, what I experienced today? And you know, it is so God that He gives us all of the wisdom, all of the revelation to actually do that the Word and the Spirit working in our lives. You know, when we take the Word and then we take, with the help of the Holy Spirit, those things to God in prayer, He, you know, maybe you seem like, oh man, I'm in this perpetual cycle. I've been on this hamster wheel for some time now. And how does it really change? Well, it changes with the help of the Holy Spirit. And by his spirit, he leads us. You know, scripture says that everything that we need for life and godliness, he's given us. He's equipped us. Now it's our job to take that equipment and use it and use it to the fullness. So we're in our vineyard again today in our conversation. All of that to say, we're back in the garden <laughs> and we're going to do some looking. And we're gonna see how we can put some fertilizer on our a specific tree today that is kindness. And what what does that tree actually um, look like? What does the fruit of it look like? What is the very root system of it founded on? And how can we walk in it, working in our life every day? Well, here we go. Are you ready? <laughs> you got your tea? You got your coffee? Um, maybe you're not a tea or coffee drinker. Maybe you've got your Coca-Cola. Or how about this? Your Dr. Pepper. I have any Dr. Pepper fans out there? <laughs> if I do, message me and say, I'm that Dr. Pepper girl. Hey, you know, for many years I drank. Um, now I'm, I'm into a new kind of... Um, pop because I was the one that and I'm from the south I'm from Texas we called it pop or soda water pop either one of those I used to drink coca-cola well now I have this new cola that I'm drinking and it is creamy root beer and it's made by Zevia yeah I'm trying to be a little more healthy well I don't know if that's um healthy or not because I think good old-fashioned water may be the best nourishment for our bodies maybe even our trees how, how about it our plants well so here we go we're gonna look at goodness today and I just kind of want to put a foundation of what is it well goodness is everything good <laughs> everything good so if it's good it's goodness Right, and if it is, um, if it's good, it's it's goodness, and if it's goodness, it's good, and and if it's goodness and it's good, it's God, because that's Him. That's what it's made of. The goodness of God is what um, brings light and revelation. It's the goodness of God that um, we walk in when we choose to walk. As Jesus walked, goodness. Um, so, what does that actually mean? What, what 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 does the 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 root system of that tree look like in our orchard? So, this is just some some basic definitions that I'm going to give you, and then we're going to look into the word and, and how it, how it lines up with um, a Bible definition. But it's integrity, it's honesty. Uprightness, um, its benevolence, humanity, worth, its value, it's um, the state or quality of being good. That's goodness. So, it, if it's good, it's it's goodness. Um, kindness, um, generosity, excellence of quality. That means that when we press towards the mark of the high calling of Jesus Christ, we are pressing towards his goodness. And if we are pressing towards his goodness, it's because we have an understanding of how good he's been to us. Because whenever we see how good he's been to us, we cannot help but want to be good to anyone else. You know, how merciful has he been to us because of his goodness? How many times has he forgiven us? How many times has he allowed us to pick ourselves back up, brush off our knees and keep walking because of his goodness? Because he is nothing but good. He is nothing but good. Oh, my goodness, I just I hear that again in my spirit. He is nothing but good. And if you don't see God as good, you don't see the truth about God. And if you've put God into a category based upon an an experience or an expectation here on earth with someone here on earth, then you've not given God the the fullness of revealing to you truly who He is. And I'm just going to ask you today, if if that's you, if you just feel like, well, I don't really know the goodness of God. I don't know, Kim, if I've ever even really understood it or maybe I've not walked in it. Let me tell you today, with the help of the Holy Spirit, He can reveal to you the goodness of your Heavenly Father. Because the goodness is what caused Him to want you before you were even formed in your mother's womb. He brought life to you, He brought creation into you. You were created. You were formed. You were fashioned after him. And so he can only make good. So if you don't feel good about yourself, you're not allowing him to show you who you really are. And I'm not going to apologize for that statement. Because let me tell you, it's taken years of allowing the Word of God to renew my mind, to allow the Holy Spirit to enlarge my spirit, to truly grasp that statement. And I'm still working on it. What did I learn today about the goodness of God? What did He reveal to me? about how he truly formed me and that I was fearfully and wonderfully made because he made me in his image. He created me. He designed me. And there is only one me. There is no one else in this world that has my thumbprint but me. Just like there's no one in this world, sister, that has a thumbprint like you, but you. And so in the goodness, understanding that he is good and that he is full of integrity, he's full of integrity. I, 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 excellence he's full of kindness he's full of um generosity he's full of um just strength he's full of virtue yes he is and you know i i just have it in my heart that i i wanted to get into um wanted to get into this a little bit more, so let me go into um, just the biblical kind of part of this, and then I want to go into a scripture and just look at a a certain scripture at the end of this, and we're going to kind of unfold it um, in the Passion Translation. So, good, in contrast to the Greek view of the good, it's an ideal, it's a biblical concept focused on concrete experiences of what God has done. Okay, so he's good. And what he is doing in the lives of his created ones, ones he created. And maybe you're listening to this and you just kind of fumbled upon it and you kind of go, well, who are you and what is this all about? Well, Let me just tell you, I'm a daughter of the Most High, just like you are a daughter or a son of the Most High. And I'm here today to tell you that you are crowned with an everlasting love. You are crowned with the goodness, crowned with the glory of God Himself, And he wants to reveal to you just how precious, just how awesome you are, and just what that crown really means in your life. (laughs) And you know what? It means goodness. It means goodness. He wants good for you. And it does not matter how messed up your life has been. It doesn't matter what your experience has been. I'm here today to tell you that tomorrow can be a new day. And though maybe circumstances are still happening around you, you can be placed in a place of perfect shalom and peace in Him. And you can know the ever-loving goodness of God. And you know how I say that is because in Romans, it the scripture says in Romans, and let me just find it really quick. It's Romans 2. Um, and let me just see. Hold on just a second. I want to just get to this in. Um, sorry, hold on just a second, because I wasn't going to go here, but I am now. I just really feel like I'm supposed to. Romans 2. And um, and I'm going to read this from these couple verses from the Passion Translation. And then I'm going to um, I'm going to just read a little bit about what the Aramaic um, says about this. So we're going to go to Romans 2, 4, and it says, Do the riches of his extraordinary kindness make you take him for granted or despise him? Haven't you experienced how kind and understanding he has been to you? Don't mistake his tolerance for acceptance. Do you realize that all the wealth of his extravagant kindness is meant to melt your heart and lead you into repentance? (laughs) See, it's the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. It's not... A um, God who's out to get you that leads you to repentance. Because I'm here to tell you, he's not after you. He's not out to get you. What he's out for is a relationship with you. And that's so different. He wants fellowship with you. He wants fellowship with the one he created. And he created you and he's not after you there is nothing you can do there is nothing you can say there is nothing that um you won't do or won't say that's going to get him to want you any differently or more than he already wants you because he wants you because he wants back his very fellowship with his creation you were created You were formed, you're his creation, and he wants fellowship back with you. So it's because of his love and his goodness that he wants that love and relationship and part of his family restored. (laughs) You know, it's not because he's just looking out to get us. You know, so it's it's goodness that leads us to wanting back a relationship with him. And, you know, I don't know about you, but um, I'm one that when it comes to um, looking at different things in my life, different situations in my life, different people in my life, when when I knew that I had messed up the greatest it was the goodness of those around me that helped bring me out. It was the love, the caring um, of those around me that helped bring me out. And I just want to say today that I just want you to see his goodness and see his love. Just experience a tangible, presence of his love. And so I believe in God that even now as I am speaking to you, that his tangible presence, his tangible love is being demonstrated to you because he loves you and he wants you to experience his goodness. And you know, ladies, once we've experienced that goodness. Once we know what He has given us and how much He has rescued us from and how much He has forgiven us from and how much He's given us second, third, fourth chances from, when we know what He's done for us, then it is of utmost importance that we become conduits, we we become those then that are willing to extend that mercy and that goodness to others. And don't make them pay for something that they've done to us. Don't make them pay back for how they've wronged us. No, we can truly let them go. And how how do we do that? You know, when somebody's done you wrong, or someone has hurt you bad, or somebody's done something that's even illegal towards you, how do you let it go? Or maybe you're listening today and you go, well, (laughs) I work with somebody that is constantly every single day, or I live with somebody um, that, that happens every single day. Well, you know what? His mercies are new every morning. Great is His faithfulness towards us. And so if He can do it for us, He can do it through us. But it is putting into practice forgiveness and release and letting it go. Release it and let it go. And I have found in my own life that the quickest, easiest way for that to take place is, you know, Scripture says, don't let the sun go down upon your wrath. So in other words, don't let the sun go down with unsettled unforgiveness in your heart. And so it may mean that, you know, for a season or even, um, you know, every day you say, Father, I forgive that individual for thus and so. I forgive those today that hurt me. I forgive. I forgive. I forgive and let it go. I thank you, Lord, that you're working in their life and you're working in mine. Holy Spirit, you are my helper. Scripture says that you are my helper. You lead and you guide me into all truth. Thank you for being my helper today in this way. Thank you for helping me see that person that hurt me so bad the way that you see them. How do you see them, Lord? Show me how you see them. And you know, Scripture also says, you love your neighbor as yourself. So if you don't love your neighbor like you love yourself, your neighbor's in trouble. But you know what? It's how you love yourself too. So maybe those prayers are simple prayers of Lord. Help me love myself the way you love me. Help me see myself as you see me. I don't want to see myself any other way. I want to see myself through your eyes. Holy Spirit, help me see myself through my father's eyes and you know he will begin to reveal to you just who you really are because he wants you to know who you really are because then when you know who you really are then you can love others the way he sees them instead of the way our natural eyes see them and you know you you may say well this is the most abusive ugly unkind person in the world well but you know what God still loves them God's goodness is still here for them they've just not seen it they've just not had it revealed to them you know Jesus on the cross said these words. He said, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. W- why did he say that? Because they just didn't know what he knew. Ha <laughs> They just didn't know the truth. And so when we not only look at ourselves and begin to allow the Holy Spirit to do a work in us, and you know, sometimes that work means change. Because maybe we don't like ourselves because the Lord has told us to do something several times and we've not been so quick to do it. Well, I used to tell my kids, hello, my boys, used to tell them, delayed obedience is disobedience. And, you know, here of late, the Lord is saying, uh, Kimberly, hello, dear daughter. Delayed obedience is disobedience. And so if he's giving you instruction, be obedient to do it, you know, willing and obedient, that is, not just, Okay, I'll do it. But no, your heart's engaged. You're willing to do it. And so, um, wow, my time is just like flown by today. And I don't want to make these to where um you don't have time, like on a real quick drive home to listen, or you're at work, and you've got a 30-minute lunch break, and you want to just listen to something as you're eating. Um, So I, I don't want to, I'll just have to pick this up. <laughs> Don't want to have to stop, but I'll just have to pick this up. And um, I do want to just remind you again of Romans, that it is the goodness of God that leads us to repentance. So even if you're struggling and working just like what I was saying with something inside yourself, just begin to declare, I thank you, Lord, that your goodness is working on the inside of me and I am seeing myself the way you see me and I have great fruit on my goodness tree. I have healthy fruit on my goodness tree and if you need something pruned off, Lord, help me to get it out and help me to to have fresh growth on my branches help me water my 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 tree with the word help me give it good fertilizing nourishment with the word of god and you know what ladies i'll tell you something on our website org, you can go and you can click on a couple things but um, you can click on the resource um, link, there's a tab that you can click onto it. And there is a PDF of over 90 who I am in Christ scriptures. And I can't take credit for that. It, this was a resource that was put into our, our, our hands years ago. And let me tell you, it has revolutionized many, many people, probably hundreds and maybe even thousands of people's lives um, throughout the years And let me just tell you, it's, it's something, it's a tool, it's a quick tool that you can see something that you're struggling with and you can take a scripture like you're, you're struggling with, um, anxiety. Well, there's scriptures. The one that comes to mind is that I'm casting all my cares over on you, Lord. Yeah, that's a scripture. And so, um, there's all these scriptures, there's over 90 of them, that can help you see yourself with the Word of God through His eyes. Now, that is not to take the place of developing a relationship with the Word of God. It's just giving you a quick resource to take a scripture and then go study that chapter. Go study that book. Look at it. And ask Holy Spirit to help you, you know, have it revealed to you that it's not just words on the page, but it becomes life and revelation in your heart. Because that's what the Holy Spirit does. He brings life and revelation to us. And so I just encourage you today to go find that resource and and use it, have it help you and strengthen you. And ladies, you are full of the goodness of God. You are full of his revelation. Don't let the enemy lie to you and tell you that you're not. I mean, yes, you have to do your part to to develop it and to, to nourish it and to grow it stronger and stronger, just like you would good exercise to your natural body. But let me tell you, you have it. And it can be developed. It can get stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And you can be the most kind and the most gentle person around. And people look at you and go, wow, she is full of peace. She is full of goodness. Look at her. Man, there is just nothing but good that comes out of her. Her 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 husband, her children, man, they're so blessed. Any her family, anyone she comes in contact with, well, let me tell you, ladies, that's you. And it can be you. And we are just growing. We're growing stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And we take the word of God with the help of the Holy Spirit, and we allow a work to be done in us. And we look and see. Why did we learn today? How can it grow us? and what do we need to change to get much fruit? So I just want you to know today, you are a blessing. You are you are his workmanship. You were created in his image and he loves you so much. And I just want to say thank you for joining in with me today in this conversation. And thank you so much for those that have sent me messages. It just brings me almost to tears. Thank you for sharing with me that this is encouraging you. It's stirring you. It's giving you strength. It's giving you support. And I like to just say a good, healthy infusion, good fertilizer going you know? (laughs) Amen. So until next time, just know that you are good.